Good morning. Good morning to you here in our worship center. Good morning to you that are joining us online. We're glad that you're here today. We're, uh, we're trying something new. We had reached the point in one worship service where we had folks that were staying out in order to make room for folks that uh, were coming back to worship. There were folks that were still uncomfortable because we were getting to a point of crowding in one service. So we moved a ton of folks by changing up our Sunday school to the 9 o'clock service. So uh, we really need you over the next few weeks as we grow these worship services and as, as folks come back to worship. Those of you who've been staying out to make room for others can now come. And those of you who are looking for a safe and welcoming environment, First Methodist Carrollton is for you. Thank you for being here today. It is Palm Sunday. Everybody got your palm? All right. I want to start by telling you a story about a little boy who went to his first circus. Any of you been to the circus? Nobody's been to the circus. Oh, come on. Okay, everybody's been to the circus. All right, everybody's been to the circus. And you know that really the circus begins outside of the tent. Because the lions, the tigers, the elephants... The trapeze artists, the clowns, all uh, make their way in a big parade to gather energy and attention as they go into the tent. Well, this little boy um, was uh, was to go with his big brother. Now, I don't know about you, I'm a big brother, and the thought of taking my little sister to the circus is not exactly what I would consider a fun day. And so what happened was is that he agreed to take his little brother to the circus, and he and his friends were going to take care of his little brother, but during the parade, they snuck away from his little brother. Uh Uh-oh, he's right, yeah. And there he was, and he didn't notice that his big brother was gone. He was clutching his ticket, and here come the animals, the lions, the tigers, the elephants. Oh, man, he got just as close as he could. The crowd was, was pretty pressing in, but they were, adults were sensitive to this little boy and letting him stand right in front. And then the, and then the acrobats tumbling their way down the street. As the clowns came, he laughed so hard he couldn't breathe at their jokes and their mimes. And so after the last clown passed, he took his ticket and gave it to the last clown and went home. He didn't know any better. He thought this was the circus. Only later... When his big brother came home, that he realized that he had missed the main event. He had missed the main event of the day. 2,000 years ago, there was another parade. We call it Palm Sunday. The crowds had heard the rumors of Jesus. By now, they all knew them. They knew that with a word... Jesus could quiet the storms. 
With a word, he could heal the sick. With a word, he could cast out demons. With a word, he could even raise the dead. And so the crowds came out of Jerusalem and crowded the road from Bethphage to Jerusalem. It's a mile and a half from Bethphage to Jerusalem. And as it, as it comes over the Mount of Olives, it goes down into the Kidron Valley. And then there's kind of this snake back because the, it is so steep. As you go down into the valley and then back up to the Golden Gate. Now, the, the tradition is that the Messiah would enter in through the Golden Gate. No one else was to enter into the Golden Gate. The Golden Gate led directly to the steps of the, of the courtyard of the temple. And this was where Jesus was going. And so the crowds came. And they crowded together. For a mile and a half, they cheered and they followed. And they shouted, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. But this was not the Messiah that they expected. Let's pray. Lord God, may the words of my mouth, may the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our strength, our redeemer. May these words be your words. And Lord, for, for every word that I misspeak or don't speak, may you fill in the gaps for us this day. For we come before you to hear your word for us. And so hide me behind your cross that we may hear your word this day. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. First, as we enter into Matthew's account, it is all the gospels that want us to know that God is in charge. That from Palm Sunday through Maundy Thursday into good darkness of Good Friday through Holy Saturday and into Easter, Jesus is in charge of everything that happens. Now, the story that Matthew tells us is the story about the disciples being told to go and get the, uh, the, the, the young donkey. It says there in verses 1 and 2, when they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples saying to them, go into the village ahead of you and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. And, and basically what happens is that they go and the owner says, sure. <laughs> Even the colt that Jesus rode on and the owner who had no idea how his animal was going to be used were under the direction of God. Every detail was under the directions of God. Matthew's trying to tell us that no matter how dark or hopeless things may look this week, this week is God's. This week is God's week. God is in control. And then Matthew turns to the crowds. And he describes them this way in verse 8. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. This was a tradition of 
of the, of the, uh, of the Jewish and Hebrew community of, the, uh, of, of that particular time, if someone of importance was coming to Jerusalem, they would go outside of the city and they would lay down their cloaks and they would lay down uh, the branches as a, as a means of a red carpet, as a way of honoring this person who was coming to Jerusalem. So the people lined the narrow road. They waved palm branches. They threw their coats on the ground. And they cheered as Jesus passed. They shouted and sang, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. But friends, the people were looking for a mighty deliverer. And Jesus was not what they expected. He was not at all what they expected. So as Jesus entered Jerusalem, they went home. Just as the little boy at the circus parade, they missed the main event. They missed the reason Jesus came to Jerusalem in the first place. They missed the main events of Thursday and Friday and Sunday. They missed Jesus washing his disciples' feet as a, not only as a sign of his love for them, but as an example of how they should serve each other and others. They missed Jesus breaking the bread and blessing the cup and saying, remember, this is my broken body. This is my blood that is shared for you. They missed Jesus being in the garden in that gut-wrenching prayer that he prays. They missed the betrayal with a kiss. They missed the unjust trial that Jesus was put through. They missed his lead disciple denying him. The beatings, the insults, and his agonizing death on a cross. The people were there for the parade. They were there for the easy part. But they missed the main event, what was really important. And I think what Matthew is trying to share with us and to tell us in all the Gospels, in fact, is that the crowds were looking in the wrong direction. They're looking in the wrong direction. Are we looking in the wrong direction? Because the real Jesus, the real Jesus sacrifices himself to show how much God loves us. And the real tragedy is that not only did they miss how much God loves us, but they missed the glory of the Easter victory. So not only are the crowds just there for the show, They're looking in the wrong direction. And Matthew also wants us to know that they don't really know who Jesus is. They don't really know him. They think they do. It's with their words that we get our first clue. The crowds went ahead of him, and those that followed were shouting, Hosanna to David, to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Now, Hosanna is an interesting word. 
In, in Jesus' day, it was a word of praise, and we use it as a word of praise. It, it is connected with deliverance and freedom. Hosanna, that we have been delivered. Hosanna, that we are free. But on the other hand, on the other hand, it means something different. Hosanna comes from a combination of two Hebrew words. The first is yasha, deliver or help us. And the second is na, we pray now. Now, together, Hosanna means deliver us, we pray now. The people thought they were giving praise, but what they were actually doing was was asking for help. And they didn't even know it. Deliver us. Help us. We pray now. They were asking for what they really needed, and they didn't even know it. Jesus was not what they expected As he enters on a young donkey as a sign of peace and humility, not revolution and war. And to make matters worse, (laughs) make matters worse, when Jesus comes into Jerusalem, instead of going after the Romans, he goes into the temple and goes after the Jewish leaders. And he's turning over tables and accusing them of of their lack of, of, of love and concern for the For the less fortunate, he condemns their ignorance of God's love for all. And this confuses the people even more. Because Jesus was in Jerusalem for more than what the crowds could have ever imagined. Because the real Jesus, hear this. The real Jesus was in Jerusalem to show the unlimited power of God through Jesus Christ. The unlimited power of God through Jesus Christ, which is ours. As we claim Jesus, so we claim his power. A power that is more power, that is greater than a nuclear warhead, is greater than anything that Washington can do by legislation. It is a power that overcomes not with war and revolution, but with love. Jesus was in Jerusalem to do more than the crowds could have ever imagined. I wish he could have said to them, hey man, don't punch your ticket now. Don't turn your ticket now. Just hang on for a little bit longer because the best is yet to be. The real Jesus dies that we might live. Matthew continues in verse 10 to drive the point home. He says this, when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil asking, who is this? Really? (laughs) They've just crowded the road? Who is this? Now they don't know who he is? And someone says, and the prophet, it says, this is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. A prophet? Have they not been paying attention? 
The crowd is clueless, and Matthew wants us to know that the crowd is clueless. Matthew wants us to know who the real Jesus is. Matthew wants us to know that Jesus was not what they expected. And that's why they disperse and disappear. And that's no wonder that five days later the Hosannas turned to crucify him. It's no wonder that in five days hope turns to betrayal. It's no wonder that the religious leaders arrest him as a blasphemer and antichrist. By, this, by Friday, this enthusiastic crowd that lined the road were now in a, <laughs> outside the walls of Jerusalem cursing and mocking and spitting upon the crucified body of Jesus saying, death and good riddance. Death and good riddance. And so, okay, who is the real Jesus? Who is the real Jesus? It's Luke that deals with the heart of Jesus and I think shows us who the real Jesus is. In, in chapter nine, 19, excuse me, verse 41 and 42, Luke says this, As he came near and saw the city, he wept over it, saying, If you, even you, had only recognized on this day the things that make for peace, but now they're hidden from your eyes. Luke says, as he came near and saw the city, he wept over it. On Palm Sunday, as Jesus was coming into Jerusalem, he would have seen Jerusalem as he, as he crested the Mount of Olives. Now, it's, 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 the Mount of Olives overlooks Jerusalem. There's really nothing in between the Mount of Olives except the, the deep Kidron Valley that separates the Mount of Olives from Jerusalem. And you can see the whole eastern wall of Jerusalem. Now, in that day, in that day, you not only could see the wall, but you could see the temple the glorious temple that had been built by Herod on the highest point in Jerusalem. And those, Josephus tells us it was a sight to behold, to look from the Mount of Olives to Jerusalem. It's there, I believe, that Jesus wept. And in the Greek is a word that indicates that he wept uncontrollably. He weeps not only for what he can see that's coming in 70 AD when the Romans invade Jerusalem, destroying the walls, destroying the temple, destroying all of the city that they could. But he weeps for all of those that don't really know him. For me, the tears of Jesus speak to the deep love that Jesus has even for those who will condemn him. The real Jesus weeps for the souls of all who, will, who miss the power of the sacrificial love of God and the glory of eternal life. Jesus weeps, weeps over the limits that we put on God. Jesus weeps 
because he can see the power of God's love hidden from the eyes of so many. Jesus weeps over the ones who will give up and turn in their ticket before the glory because the darkness is too much. On that day, too many missed what God can do through Jesus Christ because of the darkness of Good Friday. And the same is with us. We often give up in the dark night of the soul or when life gets tough, when it looks as if the power of God's divine love has failed, when it looks as if everyone and everything is against the things of God and God's people. If this week teaches us anything, it is that the battle for our souls can only be won in the darkness of Jesus' suffering. That's when God shows us the real Jesus. So what do we say about the cross and about the week that is before us? We say this. That God prevails through the worst that life can bring us. Even when it looks as if love fails. Even when we hear the hammer of the soldiers bear down upon the nails that are driven into Jesus' hands. God prevails. These are some nails, by the way, that I keep in my desk at home. I bought these. I did research to, about what would the nails, and these, of course, these are far more sophisticated than the nails that were driven into Jesus' hands, but they are the same length, and they are the same consistency and weight. And I, to think that these were driven through his hands, and, and not just through the palm of his hands, but into his wrist just below the thumb so that the tendons would hold him up on the cross. So there's not just the pain of the nail being driven through the, through the wrist. There is the pain of the stretch and the tearing of flesh. But you know what? As bad as it looks, Jesus knew that Sunday is coming. That Sunday's coming. So friends, don't let go. Don't back away. Don't give in to the darkness that life can bring. Don't turn your ticket in yet. Because when we hear the hammering of the, and the ringing of the nails being driven through Jesus' hands, we know that glory is just three days away. The question for us is, will we miss the real Jesus? Will we miss the Jesus that is willing to suffer and die for us because God loves us so much and is willing not only to die, but to die a terrible death? Will we miss the Jesus 
that shows us that there is nothing that can stand in the way of God's love for us. Not the crucifixion, not unjust trials. There is nothing that can stand between us and what God is, is ready to do for us. That's the real Jesus. So, here's the question. Will we join the drifting crowd that gives in to the darkness before the victory comes? Will we? Are we here just to enjoy the show? Will we join the conspiring and threatened Jewish leaders because the call of Christ requires a change that is just too costly? Or will we join those at the foot of the cross and stand with Jesus in the darkness? Only a few will stand with Jesus. Only a few. But you see, we know that as we hear the hammer against the nail, as we hear the tearing of the flesh of Jesus, as we hear every last word that Jesus speaks, that no matter how dark Good Friday may be, no matter how desperate our lives may get, Sunday's coming, friends. Sunday's coming. And it's glorious.